You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one best-selling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome to yet another wise, wise woman who is joining us today. Her name, in fact, is Jenny, and she is from wisemindyoga.com. So if you want to check out her website while we chat, she's got lots of great things there. Jenny's been on our show before, and we just really had a connection. Her positivity is infectious, and I know that she is committed to all things good in this world. And uh, we were chatting about all of the different things that 2020 has presented to us and now moving forward into 2021, how to really shift that while acknowledging what's going on in our life. And so Jenny is going to share with you how she's done that in her life in the past, in with COVID and so on, to inspire you going forward. So welcome to the show, Jenny. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so appreciative. It has been an interesting year, uh, 2020, and the last time we talked was in the midst of that. I think it was might have been around May of 2020, and we had talked about different skills around stress resilience and yoga psychology and all the things, and definitely in 2020, had an opportunity to go much, much deeper into my own practice and be able to embody those tools much more deeply. So I think I can speak to probably most of your viewers, anyone who's struggled with burnout or depression or anxiety, most of us obviously stress and kind of thinking about COVID as this, what we call a collective trauma, right? That we all have gone through a collective trauma through this one consciousness And that many of us have felt maybe anxiety that could have been our own from our own unhealed wounds, but it also could have been from the collective consciousness. And so just kind of thinking about what tools could you embody that have come out of 2020 to help with not getting burnout or anxiety or depression. And a big part of that is obviously having a physical yoga practice but it's going deeper into that practice because you know yoga and what we call yoga psychology slash yoga therapy has kind of three pillars and two kind of sub pillars. And that is the physical asana practice, which most of the Western world knows. There's meditation and then there's pranayama breath work. And then underneath of that is of course, journaling and personal development and what we call emotional resilience and emotional regulation skills. And then also what we call somatic mind-body therapy. So actually being able to release emotions that aren't serving you. And I feel like at this point in the pandemic, there's a lot of students and clients that are struggling with these unresolved emotions that have come out of the pandemic, whether that be sadness, frustration, anger, stress, anxiety. And there's others that have had these kind of awakenings where something that was an unhealed wound has now come to the surface. So that's kind of what I have been having the honor to be able to walk people through last year 
and be there as a support system for them during all of this. To have, you know, that calm in the chaos is what I like to call it, or to have you might remember me talking about a legacy of peace. There is probably never going to be, hopefully, a more precedented or unprecedented time in our life to be able to practice these skills, right? Whether it's mindfulness, yoga psychology, meditation, prayer. So I brought out all the things in 2020, Victoria, every, about every single tool that I have accumulated in my life, including music and singing is another one, and kirtan. All the things came out in 2020. You know, I think that that is part of that resilience, right? Just always digging for something else. Let's back up a little bit and talk about how do people know that they are experiencing this, and I believe it is from the collective trauma as well, this Mm -hmm. burnout and depression feeling. I mean, we're all pretty, we know when we're anxious, we know when we're stressed, but I don't think that we always see when we're burnt out or our low energy has actually shifted into depression. Have you noticed any common signs with people? You know, it's interesting. So as far as some of the common signs is that you are probably feeling a state of kind of deeper sadness than you normally would feel. So our emotions are energy in motion, right? And so you probably have heard of the Hawkins scale, that there's a gentleman named Dr. Hawkins that actually did a measurement of the different emotions and that each emotion actually has a hertz associated with it. And so when we go into guilt and shame, it's the lowest vibration of emotion that you can be at. And so when we pull ourselves down into guilt and shame, that obviously can lead to depression and that can lead to longer states of being in that lower vibration, right? Versus being in gratitude or peace or some of these higher states of vibration. So even a 200 level of hertz is actually courage. And so they say at a minimum to be in balance in your mind and body that you need to be at a 200, right? And then it it goes up from there. It goes, I don't have all the different steps off the top of my head, but there's these different kind of stepping stones to be able to get to say, for example, peace. Mm-hmm. Right? We all want to be at peace. And then eventually you get into enlightenment and that's people like the Dalai Lama, Mother Teresa, Jesus, the Buddha, you know, that's enlightenment that's above 700. So you kind of look at guilt and shame is at about a 20. That's the lowest. And then there's kind of anger. There's these different steps that get right. you up to courage. So, so if you, I, you know, I was going to say, if you start to be aware of what vibration that you're at, that you are actually start to be aware of, wow, I'm really feeling this sadness is going beyond just what I normally might feel. But it usually is going to start with some kind of sadness or anger or frustration or unresolved grief, right? Some unresolved emotion that's under the surface. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. So for the listeners, I will go ahead and put that Hawking scale into the show notes so you can see it there. It reminds me also of the emotional guidance scale by Esther and Abraham Hicks, something else to check out. And what I would like to point out to our readers and then also to have your feedback on is I think often we will find ourselves in a place of, say, anger, or maybe we are in despair. 
and we think, oh, I need to be encouraged mm-hmm. or I need to be in joy. And so we give ourselves a hard time because I have so much to be grateful for. I have a roof over my head. I have a job. My family's healthy. You know, I should be in joy. And just, I really want to remind you all to just acknowledge where you're at right now mm-hmm. and know that that's okay. That's where you're at right now. And just reach for the next level. If you are in anger and the next level is resentment, reach for resentment. <laughs> Let that be your goal <laughs> and know that you'll just one step at a time work your way out of what's going on. And I love what Jenny shared here about the pillars of, of having a regular practice, of having meditation and using breath work. And do you find, Jenny, that when people come to see you that that they're looking for a way out, they're looking for a quick fix, or do they have an awareness of what's going on around them? I think it's a combination. I think there's definitely some, depending on where they are in their journey, that will come and they are kind of looking for that quick fix, or maybe they might be taking some type of medication that's kind of masking the symptoms or the root cause that's going on underneath the anxiety or depression. And then there's others that are further along in the process, and maybe they've done talk therapy or they've tried life coaching or they've tried different things, but they have not still gotten what we call unstuck, that something from the past whether it's trauma, whether it's some other experience they had, those emotions are manifesting in the mind and body somehow. And so, but they're ready to move into something that's more of a somatic experiencing or that mind-body yoga therapy where you're integrating these different modalities. So they are ready to release the emotion, to let it go. Yes. And to exactly. get there. And so can you give us an example of some of the actual techniques that you use to walk people through that? Sure. So one of them is, I actually call it an emotional release or emotional rinsing process. And there's a couple different ways that you can do it. One would be around someone journaling before they start, and they might have a specific person or a specific experience in mind. And then we go into the, the session And I think I shared this with you the last time around, you basically kind of, I have a bat that I use and they're, they're literally releasing that emotion into blankets, into bolsters. And right. That releasing is not being projected onto another person that hurt and releases then going into this inanimate object and releasing it out of the body. And then after that, obviously we do some prayer, some meditation, and then more journaling. And sometimes they'll take the, the letter that they wrote and they'll they'll burn it. So that's another kind of ritual that you can do. The other thing that happens is someone goes into it without having any journaling or any specifics in mind and they start the session. So oftentimes they might have one piece in their mind, but they've not journaled about it and that will come up for them. But what's really fascinating is other instances and experiences will come up during that emotional release that they didn't even know was still in the mind and body, right? So they thought that that experience had already left them, but clearly it was still there because it came up in the emotional release. And so really when you're going into that, right, it's just being open, like having an, you know that open mind to, again, allow yourself, your mind and body to experience whatever it needs to experience in order to release it. And so oftentimes there's yelling or crying or processing Sometimes it takes 15 minutes, sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's 30 minutes. And again, they're journaling afterwards. And I'd say the one that sticks out to me the most, I mean, they they all had positive results, but I think the one that stood out 
the most is there was a client of mine that actually had um, sexual abuse from her dad. And this is obviously an extreme case. Most of the people I work with are more, you know, maybe they're having resentment towards her husband or maybe something they have to work out from their parents or, but she was able to release that resentment and shame and anger towards her dad to the point where she actually went and confronted him and she had not done that. So, but when she did it, she was able to do it from a place of what we call wise mind. She wasn't in a place of emotion mind, right? Where she was angry or projecting that hurt back onto him. She was able to do it in a kind, calm way and have that discussion with her dad years later. So that's just an example of how powerful these modalities are when you integrate the mind and body. Yeah. Absolutely. As you know, I'm all about the mind and body connection. And I think that it is so powerful, the work that you do. And so important that, like you said, that she was able to resolve from this wisdom of of her her own self, this inner wisdom that she has generated that no one can take away from her, that is part of who she is, and then moving forward that way. And so I would like to ask when you, you're seeing clients online right now? Is that how you're? Yes, I'm seeing clients online through Zoom. I'm also doing group coaching online in Zoom. I'm doing one-on-one. And then I also am running a yoga teacher training. So that is Wise Mind Soul Warrior. So I'm actually taking these techniques that I've been learning over going on 10 years now, and I'm putting it into a six-month program, basically. So someone can take what I've been doing my work and be able to do it with their own students. It also could be someone who's a beginner to a dedicated yoga student or meditation student. It could be a wellness coach or it could be a yoga teacher that wants to go further into their training, a more advanced training. It's a 300 program, basically. I am just so impressed with the whole package. Jenny, you know, I think there's great benefits to talk therapy. I think there's great benefits to coaching, to yoga, to breath work, to all of this. And you just put everything together and provide that entire experiential healing for the clients that you serve. And again, that's wisemindyoga.com. Did you say wisemindsoulwarrior.com for teacher training? So for teacher training, you can get that on the website. There's actual a link or a tab you can pop on that says soul warrior. And then um, if you do wisemindyoga.com forward slash 300 training, that will Mm -hmm. take you right there. So it's wisemindyoga.com forward slash 300 training. Okay. And the number is 300. Yes. So most clients know what that means, but we want to be able to give these tools to more students who maybe are just wanting to go deeper into a yoga practice or stress resilience, you know, have these life skills and they might want to go deeper into what we call shadow work. And then the other set is again, a wellness coach or a yoga teacher that's wanting to kind of go deeper into their practice. And they want to add things like psychology or mindfulness or neuroscience, or shadow work, all these other Ayurveda. So I'm actually bringing in a guest expert who's a yoga therapy and Ayurveda expert. So that's a whole nother piece of it that's going to be part of it too. And that was part of my journey in 2020, was working with an Ayurveda expert who's now going to be part of this training. So... This is so exciting. I love the changes that are going on with you. And I want to remind the listeners, it's wisemindyoga.com. You can do forward slash 300 training to learn more about the training program. And Jenny, in closing, 
I just want to ask you, when someone comes for a session with you and they have this beautiful emotional release, what is the advice you give them as they leave that session? Oh gosh, I think the biggest thing is for them to just be open to whatever process happens for them and whatever doors might open and just the healing process and to give them, you know, so much credit for the courage that it takes to do that work because, you know, shadow work is not easy. You've heard me say this before, but it is so worth the amount of energy and emotion that you put into it because the results are in, you can't even put a number on the results, but you have to be committed to doing the shadow work to do the work and then it will show up. And the other beautiful piece of it is they're doing intergenerational healing, right? They're doing work for their kids. They're doing work for their future grandkids just by showing up and doing that emotional release session. Just in one 30-minute session, they've made a ripple effect just from that one activity that they committed themselves to. Jenny, that's so beautiful, powerful, and effective. And I truly believe in the work that you do and just teaching people that it is okay to let it go as well. They don't have to carry that burden anymore. So thank you so much for being on the show again, Jenny. I look forward to watching you continue to create and help make the planet a better place to be. You are a wonderful person. It is wisemindyoga.com. And our guest today was Jenny Wise. Thanks again, Jenny. Thank you so much, Victoria. Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next time.